Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames and I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verse? This dude is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard from with that guy. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% And he's spitting fire in mice Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing nihilist porcupine He's a he's a the type Women wanna be within rappers Hope he gets eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record with your notice Taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime This is equally dope You won't believe the kind of That comes out of this kid's throat He's not your everyday on the block He knows how to work with wood He's got making his way to the top He don't think it's a common on his name People keep asking him was it Given that Bertha doesn't stand for an act But no, he's living proof Let him rock in the booth He'll get you buzzing quicker than a shot of vodka with you Alright, welcome in on a wonderful Wednesday It is in fact Wednesday For those of you who thought it might be Thursday today Thank Sorry. you Yeah, that no. happens uh, we are happy to have you with us today. A little bit of a great day out there today, but we're looking forward to a good rest of the week, and hopefully folks are feeling a little more optimistic heading into the weekend. The State of the Arkansas program is becoming national attention-worthy. Barrett Salee tweeting out uh, basically fishing for comments regarding Sam Pittman. So he's not going to join us today, but I'm sure uh, that he and a lot of others are starting to wonder what the feeling around uh, the program is and obviously there are some people who are a bit disgruntled and so uh, we're going to talk to him tomorrow so remind me to ask him about that tweet because I don't think you send that out there unless you've got some questions in your own mind about the program I still am I think jury's still out I think it's too early to tell he mentioned that about Auburn the other day Wes and I mean I realize that Hugh Freeze's first year is a little different situation but I still think you know the Arkansas the whole book for Pittman has not been written yet so I think Got to pump the brakes a little bit. Obviously, the other day was a disappointing loss, but it's not the uh, defining moment necessarily for the program. You know, I went back and watched uh, the first half. I didn't get through the entire game, and maybe I'll feel different after watching the second half. But, A, let me say this. Uh, I was impressed with BYU. I I think they have a a nice little team. I don't know if they're going to go and win the Big 12 or finish second or third, but they're not bad. We have memories of last year. You know, when we think of BYU as fans, reporters, whatever, we think of the BYU team from last year that Arkansas uh, outscored in the second half and ran away from. And and so we have a perception that we're going to do the same thing because this game's at home. It's going to be even easier. That was an entirely different team, and it was well-chronicled. 60 new players on that BYU team, a new quarterback. Arkansas also caught BYU at a really good time last year. Uh, They had a tough stretch of games. They were beat up physically, mentally. They had guys missing that game. And and, and Arkansas exploited BYU last year. After watching that, I 
I came away impressed. BYU's got some good players. Uh, as they say on the telecast, uh, that left tackle's one of the best left tackles in college football. Man, he played well. They got a couple of good linebackers that really stopped KJ. KJ had a couple of design runs late in the first half, and they were just watching KJ. That mm-hmm. was their role. They, they were kind of, you remember Drew Sanders last year on some running quarterbacks? Sure. That, uh, the, the Razorbacks would just put him on the quarterback and say, don't let him do anything. That's what they did with those linebackers Saturday. So I came away impressed that BYU's not bad. They're better than last year. And Arkansas may be better than last year. But BYU won this game, close game, because they made some key plays, some key catches, some key blocks. Arkansas failed to make those. Arkansas had a couple of bad drops in this game in the first half. Broden, just a, a drop. Tesla contested ball over the middle, looked like he caught it. BYU defender came in at the last second, stripped it out, knocked it away. It fell to the ground, incomplete pass. There was a screenplay that when I went back and watched it to A.J. Green in the first half, Guys, it was blocked. There were three offensive linemen. They caught BYU in the perfect defense. They were blitzing in. KJ dumps it out to A.J. Green. And if you remember, he bobbled it like twice. Finally caught it. Well, by then, the the BYU guys that were rushing KJ were able to catch back up with A.J. Green. If he catches it cleanly, he may have housed that. Mm -hmm. With his speed, he may have taken it 80 yards. There were, there were just a lot of plays after watching it. There were some positive plays that you forget about when you're disappointed. There were some good run plays. Some questionable calls. Oh, my God. Dude. All right, let me, let me start with, at the end of the first half, Arkansas scores a touchdown, ties it up. They get right away a fumble. They recover it. The defense is, the place is exploding. And three players, three or four players, take off running to the end zone and do the gritty. They never show this on the telecast. I had to talk to someone who was at the game, and they told me they ran down the end zone, did the gritty, and they were celebrating. There was a flag on the play. The announcer said there's a flag in the end zone. Oh, well, they picked it up. Good. They didn't need to throw that. Well, then these morons keep talking about the game, and then the announcer, the referee, comes over and says 15-yard penalty, and they're like, oh, I guess they didn't pick it up. They named two players. The, and, and the broadcasters did, to give them credit, they went into the rule book and said, for the excessive celebration, personal foul penalty, it is when one player celebrates. If the team celebrate, if you celebrate as a team, it is not a penalty anymore in college. They named two players. They were celebrating as a team. They got a 15-yard penalty. It moved the ball from the 29 to the 44. Is two enough? Two's enough. That's a team. Anywhere you're two or more, together. it's like church. Anywhere two yeah. or more gathered in their name? You're, you're <laughs> praying to the Lord. Yeah, yes, you're f- praising the Lord. That moved the ball from the Praise 29 the to the 44. The very, Give me some incense. The very next play after moving the ball to the 29 to the 44. The can go straight to hell. That's all I can tell you. Anyway, carry on. Sorry, Wes. I'm sorry. After moving the ball from the 29 to the 44, the very next play, K.J. Jefferson hits Luke Has on a little wheel out and up. He goes 30 yards. If that penalty's not called, that's a touchdown. Yeah. Instead, they moved the ball inside around with 10. They were unable to score the kick a field goal, settle for a field goal. You are not trying to sugarcoat the fact that Arkansas has got a lot of things they need to improve Offensive on. Offensive line was, um, was bad. Yeah, there were there several plays where it was just blown up, guys getting beat. Uh, it, in the first half, I'll keep saying that, um, it's not one particular guy. It was a group of guys, you know, one guy this play, one guy this play. But then there were some well-blocked plays. Yeah, can we say they, they picked had... up four or five yards. That's there what irritates me. There was one that picked me. up 19, 18 yards. There was a 55-yard run for a touchdown. Nobody wants to give credit that there are some good moments. Yeah. I mean, they're, it's not just they're trash or they're bad or they're not, they can't figure it. They have their moments. They have a lot of oh. breakdowns, too. Luke has caught a pass over the middle that moved the ball over the 50-yard line to about the 40 or so, and they called offensive pass interference. And you go back and watch that, there was, there, there was just nothing there. And it was the same official, the back judge, called that offensive pass interference that also called a holding call on a tight end in the interior line. You ever hear see a back judge calling a holding on the offensive line? Not on a tight end either, for and sure. And it was so freaking late. Like, the guy's been tackled. And, and and the the pile is still there, and here comes a flag, and you're like, well, that's a weird flag, mm-hmm. holding on 44 Sherman, the tight end from Louisville. They show the play, dude. He freaking planted the guy. He came in on a bull rush. The guy kind of got off balance, and he tossed him to the ground. Your and hands fell are him. closed. Did yes. he have his jersey? Well, he was inside, and when okay. the guy made an inside move, he just rolled him to the ground, and, and it was a pancake. Mm. And 
it, it's stuff like that. It's like, where, where did that come from? Why you is asked, he calling that? You asked Hunter Yurchek on Monday, and I think this should be the policy. I don't know why we are not doing in these conference, non-conference games. I don't know why we don't have a neutral officials group. It, and it's like I said, it's the optics. Look, I'm not trying to suggest that the Big 12 Conference went to the Big 12 officials and said, hey, we need to win this game. Well, it's this pretty be beneficial to the league, especially this year with a new a new team coming in. No doubt. You think that doesn't put a little feather in their cap? And I'm not saying that there was a bias or it was a – maybe I'll say it was a bias. I won't say it was a conspiracy, but it is a little fishy. But doesn't it make you – it's too easy yeah. for the conspiracy theorists out there crew. to go. Give me an ACC crew. Yes. Give, me a, give me a Mountain West crew. I don't care. But at least when there's a bad call – you don't have that thought in your mind going, well, that's the Big 12 trying to help the Big 12. You know, I'm sure they're sick and tired of hearing the SEC. Let's beat the SEC. Maybe we need a little help. Look, you can say what you want. There were some crappy calls. There was. You can say what you want. There were some good plays. You can say what you want. It's a disappointing loss. I agree. with those. All those things can be true. And there is a lot of improvement to be made. I guess to sum it up, after watching it, I'm on your side now. Uh, it's not as bad as I remembered it. You know, I was very, like everybody else, very disappointed with the outcome. I'm losing, still disappointed with that. But. Losing the, the, the leads twice. You know, in the second half, there were some bad plays with, you know, KJ's interception. That's terrible. The fourth down call. That's terrible. You're up seven points. Got a chance to put this game away. Or I guess you're up ten points. You got a chance to put this game away. That's when you put your foot down on the pedal and you, you, you make it a 17-point game, a 20-point game. And that's what they were able to do last year. They weren't able to do this year. Um, but after watching, it's I feel a little better about this team. BYU's an eight-and-a-half-point dog this week at Kansas. If they play well there or win the game, I'd obviously feel a little bit better about that. So They had to make a lot of plays to win the game, and Arkansas did dominate in some ways. I mean, when you look at total yardage and things mm-hmm. like that, and you can, oh, short field, this, that, and the other, whatever. And I know, But Arkansas had you know a possession negated by a punt return, too. So Yeah, uh, and then a short possession because of the recovered the fumble. Yep, that they didn't do anything with. At least not enough with. No. Yeah. Hi, Joe. Joe Klein is here from Corky's. How are you, buddy? Good, guys. How are you? We are great. <laughs> really happy. I, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not ready to jump off a bridge like a lot of people are. That's okay. If you if you're devastated over the loss, that's fine. I just think you know what bothers me is people who are like, I'm not watching any more football from yeah, Arkansas. I mean, We're three games in. Calm down. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Well, first of all, they're lying, so they'll, <laughs> they'll be watching. That's true. So, I mean, it's 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 disappointing and concerning. Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. You need to be concerned about the offensive line. I mean, you're about to go up against a front seven that you're probably the best front seven you're going to see all year. And you got to see. And it worries me. You got to see some things from coaching that you know got to be better. They got. I mean, the players. I mean, it was a total disappointment from all involved. I mean, you can pick your pick your position, pick your coach. They're all. You know, they're all. They're all, you know, when you have a loss like that, it's disappointing like that. Uh, you know, go down whatever rabbit hole you want to go down almost. But, you know, it's got to be better. Um, it's just, it's just got to be better. I mean, you just, the thing that kills you, uh, those are the the worst games because they're winnable. It's a very, 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 very winnable game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, play and, here, play there. Yeah, they win that I game. I mean, it's... We play them nine more times, we win eight. Probably so. And so that's those are the ones that just leave a, you know. You know Is the Big 12 crew doing all the games? Because they only win seven probably then. Yeah. Uh, quick change of pace here, and we'll take a couple calls. 661-1037 if you want to join us. You can hit us up on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501 501- 661-1037. Asher Record Live Fan Feedback is open. You can hit us on Twitter at Wes underscore more. Two S's, two O's, one underscore at Justin Acre 7, at Slater Mojo, and at C Weaver 1037. Uh, last night, the Travelers got win number one in the postseason. Didn't realize it's the first time they've ever played the Cardinals in the postseason. Isn't That's that weird? surprising. I thought so, too. So good for them. One and O in the postseason now. Had a twenty six minute rain delay. Game two is tomorrow. That's Thursday at Dickey Stevens Park. If there is a game three, it would be the next night at Dickey Stevens Park. I will tell you this, I got squat going tomorrow night. I may take my happy self over there. We're gonna have Steven Davis, the voice of the travelers on a little bit later. We'll get his thoughts on game one, get his thoughts on game two. And I need to find out some details on tickets and such because I'm sure a lot of people want to go over and watch some postseason baseball. At the bottom of this hour here in about 10 minutes, we got Christopher Blair, the voice of the LSU Tigers. 
Uh, Kevin Kelly will join us by phone, thanks to the Little Rock Athletic Club, in a little bit. He is traveling somewhere. And then uh, we got Matt and Matt, Matt Wilcox, Matt McJunkins, who are uh, the hosts of the podcast Between the Mats. And they are going to come in and hang out with us a little bit today. And we will visit with them about uh, high school football. Got a couple big games this week, Wes. And so we'll, uh, I'm mm-hmm. sure we'll talk about that with them and Coach Kelly. All right, let me get a couple calls in here. JW is on line one. JW, how are you? All right, guys. So it is Wednesday, and I'm calm down because I already know what's coming this weekend, another L. I got to tell you something. I'm not going to regurgitate what I did yesterday, but Joe hit on it. We got a coaching problem. We got out coached. These guys had a big transfer a class, too. So I don't want to hear the, 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 the excuse of not having them together. BYU is well coached. We have a coaching issue. You know, it's your it's your job to get your players ready. And if your player is is not like I don't think he'll ever pull KJ if he's having a bad game, just because it's KJ. Every time that I see Griswell on the field making passes, it looks clean, crisp, and he's fast. KJ this year looks slow. Sanders looks slow. And now we know why, because he's hurt. But in the beginning of the year, he looks slow. And, and KJ does not look like KJ. He's slow. He holds the ball too long. We have a coaching issue. We got out coached. You don't, you don't, you don't go for it on fourth down when you're up ten points, knowing your line is horrible, mm-hmm. knowing that you probably you need to keep the lead. You're getting out coached. Uh, My d- question is, is, is this? And I'm going to hang up. Okay. If you can, this is a TJ Hammond thing. If you can't get the best guy on the field that you know you need to win the game, well, what is the problem there? Don't tell me he's not making all the catches. Have you seen how many Wilson has dropped in a game in the past two games? I don't want to hear it. JW, thank you Put for the call. In that's going to win. And let me tell you, I hear oh. people calling all. I listen to the show all day long. I had surgery, so all I do is sit and listen to y'all. It's torture, but I love it. But check it out. <laughs> You're a good man. Or a crazy man to be listening all day long. Maybe that's why I had but all these guys, all these people say, well, you need to shut up and let, let people, you need to give this time. You need to, you don't spend $600 to go to a motel room, to drive halfway across the state, to spend all your money, what you got saved up, to go see your coach, kick a ball away 10 yards, you don't. You don't do all that. Yeah. Fans have a right to voice what they have to say because sure. it's their money. Right. So for people to come on and say you don't need to be, you need to blah blah blah. You you need to worry about your own lane. People can feel how they want to feel. Sure. When you start spending my money for me to go, then I'll shut my mouth. But when I see a coach not having to tame you on the field, the guy that needs to go out there and catch the ball to put us in a better situation, the fastest guy. You never seen Joe Adams off the field. I'm tired of the excuses at Arkansas, man. It's a coaching issue. JW, let's get it together. Are you you sen- want fans to be happy and proud? We, we you know why we have a, such a debacle when we have one game go down because we've seen this over and over and over. We know what to look for. We've seen it. We're J- not dumb. JW, yes, sir. Are you sitting on a bag of peas? What kind of procedure did you have? Uh, I had two. I had a uh, nerve surgery in my elbow, and epic- and I had both my hands cut wide open for uh or a couple tunnel. Yep. And I had uh in my other elbow I had five ligaments uh torn. Yeah. So no, no wonder you're pissed off. Hey listen, I appreciate you buddy <laughs> and you're making some valid points. Hang in there and get well soon. Yeah, have a good day. All right, listen, I thought Sataki I'll coach him too, honestly yeah, the other day. And now him saying we that I they had a bad game. I mean, they they coach poorly now. Me saying and they probably and they did get out coached that game. Mm-hmm. But don't don't say that I'm saying we got to get a new coach right. instead for now. I mean, agree with that. It's I not mean, the same thing. You know, my one thing about the uh, – he's the first one, I, honestly, I've heard that disagreed with going for it on fourth down. Everyone disagreed with the call on fourth down. I would say, didn't we all or didn't a lot of people get on to Chad Morris for not going for it absolutely. against Colorado State absolutely. at Colorado State? Right, absolutely. And he decided yeah. to punt. Right. I think the consensus is you go for the pl- you go for the you go for fourth down. Here's there. my consensus on that. This analytics thing is is all great, but there's game analytics too. You know the the yeah. we're gonna go going into a game and going we're going for it on fourth down because that's what the analytics says. Mm-hmm. Y- y- there's game time decisions. 
offensive line's not performing. We're not blowing them off the ball. We're not, you know, all things considered. You know what? This this whole thing of here's a here's a sheet of paper uh, that you can give to. This is why the this is why the NFL owners love these analytical coaches because they can walk in with a spreadsheet and go, "Here's what it says. This is what it says, and this mm-hmm. is what we're supposed to do." That that is a form. It's a cop out. Yeah, it's a form of what you should do. But when you get in the game, there's there's penalties. I would have been pissed if he didn't go for it. I'll be honest, straight up. Did you see the story the other day? I, I was. But just I'm look- just saying, in, You're right. in general, I'm not well, talking about that particular play. But but this whole fourth down, you got to go for it every time. Like I mean, I know Kevin Kelly's that way. I you just, don't have to go for it every time. But in that situation, it was absolutely the right call. There's a general consensus. I don't think anybody would argue no, I, who knows I, squat I, about I, football. It was just a bad play call. Did you see the story the other day? And I cannot find it. I just looked for it on my phone. I looked. I, I, there was an offensive coordinator and a coach, and the coach was talking about punting the ball away. And then they, there was some kind of aggressive play call or whatever. And the offensive coordinator is like, I, I'm not trying to salt the game. I'm trying to win this mother blanker. Yeah. And I can't remember who yeah. the guy was, but it was a college game. That's what you should be doing. This is a that is a winning play. That is a winning oh, I, I decision, agree. but it's just a wrong play call. Right, right. A bad but play I'm, call. But I'm just saying you gotta you gotta look at what you got and what you're doing, and you know again, call a different play because of this or that. But this whole fourth down, we're going for it every time because that's what Fred at MIT says. Right. I mean, I agree with that. Sam's not even an analytical guy, though. No. Well, he said before the game he believes in Samalytics or something like that. Something sh- goofy. But anyway, we were he was half right. Going for it was the right call. Yeah. I think it must be. No, I, I I agree too. I would have gone for it too. Oh, let me get a couple more calls in quick and then we gotta hit the break. LC, what's up? Hey guys. Uh JW might want to refill the pain med. I'm s i am do not know, but uh He's still feeling it. Did, did Wes uh, notice anything with KJ in regards to being hurt or anything? There was and one time he got hit and he winced when he was getting up and you saw something. Um, there, mm-hmm. but uh, after watching the first half, he didn't throw the ball as as poorly as I remembered. You know, he had some really nice throws. He was under pressure a couple times. One time, his foot slipped on a throw to Tesla, uh, but no, I didn't see anything that was obvious that he was hurt. Yeah, these next three or four games, obviously, if he's going to have to handle the ball, well, you know what's going to be coming. You know, and then I wonder what kind of offense. Our backup guy ran in North Carolina. I'm just curious. I didn't. I haven't ever looked into that, but if he might be a little familiar with, you know, our coordinator's offense now. But yeah, that's it, guys. Thanks, Thank LC. You. Yeah, it was suggested by somebody around here. I, I, I think if Arkansas, I think if Arkansas plays clean against anybody, they're in the game. It was suggested by somebody yesterday that uh, Chris Well, to that guy's point, is more of a pro style guy. David. Well, uh, Joe. Wes, Christian, Justin, I just want you guys to know that I have lots of things I could be doing. I could be working my food plots, filling the corn feeders, checking the deer stands, getting ready for this glorious fall we're about to have. But I just want you to know that I choose to listen to you gentlemen, not because I don't have anything to do. (laughs) I listen because this is world-class entertainment. Hmm. What oh. could a guy want? Which world? Any more than this. <laughs> I look forward to this. Listen, I've got one leg over the fence, and it's very uncomfortable to be in this position. But my Lord, guys, we got Bruce James saying Dan Enos couldn't keep a job before he got this one, and how crappy a coach he is. <laughs> it's bad. And then when I'm going to church Sunday morning, Mr. Vickery says, look, they put the camera over there on the sidelines, and who happened to be standing there? Sam Pittman Biden, because he didn't have a clue what was going on. And I'm going, I'm trying to enjoy this message I'm about to hear here in a little bit, and now Vickery's just blown me up with this image in my face. There's lots of people that have uh, uh, kind of gone off the deep end, and I'm doing my best not to, but I have to tell you guys, I did not get sick to my stomach like most Razorback fans do, and we have in the past when we lost the game Saturday. I was sick to my stomach at halftime of the previous game when I was absolutely scared to death that Kent State could beat us. And uh, I was having phone calls, people saying, are we going to lose this game? And I said, no, 
no, we, we, we can't lose this game, even though we were having much trouble blocking them. And we eventually won it. And after that game, the sick feeling was still there. It was like, can we not beat any good teams? So I, I was really worried about Saturday's game, guys. But uh, one thing I'll say before I get off here, I had no clue where the officials were from. And I called a couple of guys and say, are they not watching us a little, uh, uh, scrutinizing us a little harder than the other team? And then I get up Sunday and read the paper and say, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, but that's not why we lost. It's the crazy call that none of us would have called well. on fourth down. And plus, on a big third and seven or eight, a swing pass behind the line of scrimmage out in the flat to your slowest back. Mm-hmm. Who does that? That was as bad to me as anything in the game. But listen, <clears throat> I had eight and four, and I'm keeping eight and four, only I'm reversing the numbers. Oh, boy. Thanks, guys. Mm. That day was trying to cheer us up, and then he <clears throat> goes four and eight. 1031, got to hit a break. We're going to hear from the LSU play by play man. I know Justin Moore has really looked looking forward to this, so hope he's tuned in. Let me see what you can do. And then a smile when they want you said, Yo, Mike, check this out. See if this one moves. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. This is Sports Center. Former Arkansas Razorback Heston Kerstad continues to swing a hot bat for the AL East leaders. In the left field, Kerstad goes the other way, and that ball's gone. Well, maybe this kid can stick around. Kerstad hit his second home run in three starts for Baltimore. His solo shot in the seventh provided the final margin as the Orioles beat the Houston Astros 9-5. Baltimore leads the division by two and a half games over Tampa Bay. Moving to the Texas League, the Arkansas Travelers got an RBI double from Alberto Rodriguez and a solo home home run from Tyler Locklear, helping them beat the Springfield Cardinals 3-1 in Game 1 of the Texas League Division Series. I'm Todd Pierce for the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, it's Howie from Robert Irwin Jewelers, and I'm excited to announce that we've got our second location in the area now open in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center in Little Rock. If you're looking for an engagement ring, come check out the meant-to-be guarantee. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, Robert Irwin Jewelers, or online at rijewelers.com. Looking for somewhere new downtown to hang out with all of your friends for football? Then there's only one place, and that's Little Rock's newest neighborhood sports bar, The Busker, on South Main. The Busker features an upscale bar menu with great beer, wine, and cocktail selections, as well as weekday happy hours from 4 till 7 and late nights from 10 till close. So watch all your favorite college and NFL games on the Sunday Ticket this fall where you won't miss a minute of the action on their big screen TVs. All this, including live music on the weekends, can only be found at the Busker on South Main. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival. Because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right. Save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires, service, and straight talk at Big O Tires. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos. Deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays. And DJ spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Welcome back in the zone. Got a question for us? Ask it live on fan feedback on our text line at 501-661-1037 or hit us up on Twitter at JustinAkery7 at Wes underscore more. Question of the day coming up at Seaweaver1037. And we'll do our Jesus, a long comeback. To answer it for you. Sorry, I'm very eager. I just broke my own rule. Uh, don't talk over the comebacks, guys. It's bad radio. My bad. Sorry, shots. Sorry, everyone. 
Um, question of the day coming up. We'll get a recap of yesterday. The question was, how many games does Arkansas win out of the next four? And do you have a kid that you favor over another? Joe, I won't ask you to answer on the air, but I know you do. Anyway, Wes, go ahead. Guadagni Chevrolet has an exclusive program in the month of September. It is the Loan and Lease Termination Program. They're helping you get out of a bad loan, bad lease right now in the month of September. You don't want to mess up on this opportunity. Quit driving the car you don't like, the note that you don't like. Get out of it at Guadagni Chevrolet. Right now, they have 0% financing with approved credit on new Silverados. No payments for the rest of the year. 2.1% financing on the 2023 Equinox. Go to the website guatneychevrolet.com take a look at all these deals see all the inventory then head to the gregory street exit in jacksonville and visit our friends at guatney chevrolet all right we are working on running down christopher blair the play-by-play voice of the lsu tigers and we'll see if we can find him we're, we're a little behind so if he gave up on us that's certainly understandable uh clock management has always been my weak suit um we have questions of the day to uh, get to here and our questions yesterday, Christian, how did we come out on those with the uh, record for the next four games? Obviously, optimism did not reign supreme yesterday. That's uh, without a doubt. Yeah, our results from yesterday were uh, the, the question was, what's Arkansas's record over the next four weeks? 0-4 oh, won at 43%, and 38% of the vote was 1-3. So That's pretty people. close. It's not bad. Uh, and then, uh, do you have a favorite child? 78% of voters said no on that one. Okay. Twenty-two percent of people told the truth. (laughs) I think a percentage of the seventy-eight percent are liars. There may be people who really feel that way, but uh, I like you know Dion is what sparked that. He said he ranks his kids. He loves them all, but he ranks them you know on how well they're doing or how much he's they're pleasing him. And he said it's a tough battle right now because obviously Shador and Shiloh are both playing great. He said his daughter's been awesome about supporting the team. His older son Dion Jr. Yeah, he's doing some great things on social media, and I can't remember who the fifth kid is. So sorry about that. Anyway. I think it's pretty common. People may not want to admit it, but you do have a kid that you're a little closer to or you favor a little bit. And it may not be intentional. You may not want to admit to it. And honestly, here's the deal. Let me just tell you this on the other side of things. Your kids like you or your spouse better, too. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> they like mom or dad better. I, I they won't admit it either, but they if, do. If we base ours on phone calls, I'm, you getting I'm killed? getting killed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's my deal. The only way I get my kids to respond to me is I threaten them, and I'm like, I am paying your phone bill, and as long as you want that to continue, you will respond to me when I text you or I call you. That's how we're going to do this. It's worked pretty well. <laughs> I haven't had too many issues with it. Plus, I also made them turn on red receipts. So as soon as oh, they see it, yeah. I know they got it. And yeah. I'm like, okay, you got it an hour ago. What are you doing? That's so important that you can't text back the guy paying your phone bill and the guy who helped make you. That's a you good jerk. idea. That's a good idea, the read Sorry. receipt. Damn. <laughs> See why they don't like you. Hey, listen. Tough love, Joe. Tough love. Uh, Christian, what's uh, what's our question of the day today? I really like this one. Uh, Joe Kwan, our statistician, said 10% of teams that start 0-2 in the NFL make the playoffs. So, so you're telling me this doesn't make it true just from Joe Kwan's official. I actually looked it up, and it looks like it's true. But, okay. <laughs> uh, I like that. That's I mean, double I was say, You doing he, show he, prep over here? Yeah, no, I'm just him, him just throwing me out. Him, not, him giving me a a little credit and not. Are you pissed? He fact checked you. Yeah, he fact checks me all the time. Okay. I mean, if it wasn't for him, I would have made like forty-five threes in the NBA. Yeah. And he fact checked me, and I made thirteen. He looked it up and have a check. In <laughs> fact, was not a plumber either, so he has checked um, all the all the information. So yeah, ten percent of teams that start zero and two in the NFL make the playoffs. There are four notable teams that have started zero and two this year: the Chargers, the Vikings, the Broncos, and. Bengals. Bengals. So, which of these teams would you say is most likely to make the playoffs? I have not watched much of the Bengals, but I cannot believe what I am seeing in the results. I think he's hurt. Well, they they admitted this weekend. I think think they brought him back too quick, and I think them not making it is based solely on that. Well, let me tell you something, Joe. I'm 0-2 in my fantasy league, almost based solely on that. Because he is killing me I think, uh, every week. I, I think you need to go to, as our guy said earlier, Griswold. That's the backup quarterback. <laughs> I got, Griswold. I got smoked last week. I called week. him Griswold. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> like do I bench oh, Joe Chris Burrow Will. this week? Do I, do I bench his backup? Who's your backup? Uh, does it matter at this yeah. point? Yeah. <laughs> I got a couple good backups. I did trade one of my guys away. I got um, Trevor Lawrence. Ooh. And I have uh, Brock Purdy. 
Who is, uh, let's see, Brock Purdy's playing Thursday night against the Giants. Okay, that's a pretty good sign, yeah. right? Uh, Jacksonville's at home against, look on your phone. It should tell you right there on the schedule who they're playing. I think I made me pull back up. Yeah. Um, and I also made a really great move. Uh, first week, Christian Kirk got me like three points, so I benched him. <laughs> Hit 22 or something last week. Oh, nice. Yeah, really cool because he didn't play for me. No. Uh, oh. They are playing Houston, so oh. I could go either way there. Yeah. I would start Lawrence. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go. They're playing Houston Lawrence. at home too. Bengals. Bengals have the uh, Rams Monday Night Football. Rams been a little better than people. Rams thought. have been much yeah. better. They've been. Are they two and zero or one and one? One and one. One and one. Yeah, they've been surprisingly good. Yeah, I would go with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, well, I listen to you on Burrow, so you're out. What do you think? What did I, say about I would Burrow? go Lawrence. You're the one that told me Burrow's fine. Burrow's fine. How many times you said, oh, he said Burrow's he was, fine? Burrow's he said fine. He was fine. Well, you can't believe what people say. You didn't believe the high ankle sprain when uh, Mahomes talked about it last year, but Touché. all of a sudden you want to take Burrow's word for it? Thanks a lot, knucklehead. That was my dumb self for listening to you. Hater. I'm mad. He's a hater. He is. He's a, truth, he's a truth lover, I think, is his bigger issue. Anyway, let me get Bobby Joe in here. This is what we've become. Bobby Joe, welcome. Man, let me tell you how I feel about this season. I bet you ain't heard this one yet. Are you ready? Oh, Bobby Joe, I bet I have. Let's just say Unless there's a Viagra reference in here. No, listen, listen, you go to Corky's Barbecue, you need a big old barbecue of french fries and everything, oh, and you get finished, and you look down at the plate, and there's a big old hair in it. That's oh. how I feel. You had that one yet? Well, first of all, you weren't at well, Corky's then. You were somewhere else. That. <laughs> I'm telling you what, I don't know if I can regurgitate much more of this stuff. I did say 10 and 2. Let me say for the record, I'd rather eat a hair in Corky's Barbecue than hairless food anywhere else. That's there you go, right. Joe. I- yeah, I'm got a bad looking for that's all I gotta say. Looking for the hang in there in our lunch crowd today with those. <laughs> I've never had it. I gotta be honest. I've been there a lot. Never had an issue with it. Uh, Gridiron Chick says, "How do you see the matchup between Parkview and Hot Springs playing out tomorrow night? And are both teams undefeated up to this point?" Wes, I'm sorry. I was reading our uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line, getting ready. Let's repeat that, please. Okay. I thought Hot you Springs o- Parkview. How do you feel? About I it? thought you only ignored me during the entertainment report. Go ahead. Hot Springs Parkview. Parkview yep. is arguably the number one team in the state. We have them number two. Very, very talented. I mean, they have D1 players on that field, all over the field. You have Conway number one? Uh, we have Conway number one. Uh, you know, you got to go with Parkview, the defending state champs, but Hot Springs is a very good team. When did they get they have, uh Probably last year they uh, made the playoffs. They got Matthew Contreras, a very, and he's a good quarterback, can throw the deep ball, and they have a wide receiver that's got some D1 offers. A uh, big wide receiver with some speed. Uh, they'll be tested, but I'll, I'll go with Parkview. North Little Rock Mike says on Asher Record Live Fan Feedback, how do you feel about the new clock rules regarding the game? Seemed like the Hogs barely had any possessions in the second half. Not a fan with the rules since it doesn't actually shorten the game by much at all. Just a crap ton more commercials. I think he nailed it. I think so, too. <laughs> yeah. If it Really, to me, the yeah. solution, you get rid of the three-minute commercial breaks, make them two <laughs> minutes, and then you charge more per commercial. Let me ask you a question. So that you have the same amount of money coming in. Forget game times. What is the average number of plays this year being run in a game versus... I saw the stat in maybe a week ago, and I could be off, but it was like seven less plays a game. Total. Total. Not per team. Total plays. Wow. Seven less plays, but the game time was like... Five minutes? Yeah, five minutes shorter. Not making much difference. The Kent State game was like two hours and 45 minutes. That was a long game. Kent State. This past game was like three and a half. Yeah. They both, they all, I mean. Well, it seems long when your team's not playing well, Joe. They, they, like I said, there's, in baseball, the Razorback games, and even in Major League, when you're watching them on TV, you can tell a difference. You can't tell a difference. The first quarter was almost an hour. But then again, it was 14-14 BYU-Arkansas. I mean, there's there's no difference. Rusty says JW wasn't going to regurgitate from yesterday and then proceeded to regurgitate. That was new for us. I didn't hear that. I heard it. Rod says, love JW, top shelf call. I thought he made a couple good points today, honestly, especially when you consider the fact that he had his whole body reassembled. Um, Kevin (laughs) Kelly, SEC picks. If you could redo your SEC picks, who do you have winning the conference? Who's in the SEC championship game? Is anybody going away from Georgia in the East? No. No. Okay. As much Jordan. as they have not been dominant, you got to go with them. And then I'd still go LSU in the West. Probably. I would too. I like LSU in the West too. Okay, we were on the same page there. I like Alabama. Oh, 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 oh. you think Nick's going to fix it? Yep. By the way, their over unders at uh, Ole Miss nine and a half. I want to say. Hmm. They're favored. 
Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, is it home? No, home, team total for wins yeah. for the season, okay. nine and a half wins. You think they got? Uh, you think they got two more wins and two more losses in them? I would take that. I, would I think LSU beats them. Could somebody else you beat do. them? You do? I do not think Well, that. yeah, I think LSU beats Alabama. That's why I think LSU wins oh, the Oh, LSU. I'm sorry. I was thinking Ole Miss this week. Um, That's going to be a big one. Yeah. I think Alabama I cooks LSU. I think this is the worst Alabama team we've seen in a while. Which still means they're really good. They're good. Better than Arkansas? Unbeatable? No. No. I don't think they're ever unbeatable. Arkansas almost beat them when people thought they were unbeatable a couple times. Uh, I don't have the information. Kansas will not lose to BYU like our Kansas. Cute. It's good. It's good, Borhog. The website said, oh, that's from this morning. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, JW typed in, and uh, he said, wants to know, can we explain A.J. Green and the lack of carries? He only had nine carries. Talked about it yesterday. Yeah. No, that, that's a mistake. Here's the other question. Somebody asked me on the Twitter yesterday. Did you find anything out? Or you got more on A.J.? Go ahead. Uh, DeBinion did run the ball well, by the way. Yeah, He had I 13 like carries. Uh, it's my, my issue is really it's Dominique Johnson. Dominique has had a couple uh, times in the first half. He, I mean, he picked up 9, 10 yards, but he could have picked... A.J. Green or DeBinion would have picked up a lot more. What um, What's going on with Bryce Stevens? Somebody asked about that. I and saw him sitting on the bench. Nobody has an issue with him not returning the ball, I don't think, with no. Isaiah Satania. That's when I saw him on the bench, when Sam Pittman came over and gave... Isaiah Satania hug after the punt return for a touchdown. Bryce Stevens was sitting right next to him. I haven't seen Bryce on the field He's in a, he, since game one. You need speed. Speed wins. I don't care how you get on the ball. Speed sweep, handoff, whatever you got to do. Quick little pitch to a slot receiver. I don't care what you do. Send him long because two people are going to go with him. That's an option too, Joe. Great point. <laughs> Here's the issue. if you We want Satania in, so you take out Braden Wilson, right? Okay. Are you going to take out Tesla or Armstrong? I'm not saying you, Okay, I'm just saying you, the guy does have great speed, right? I'm yeah. not saying he's faster than Tesla. I don't know, but I've just seen him do some good things in the return game. I know the guy's got wheels. So, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Can we go five wide? Game, Use them all? He can do a... He's a game breaker. I don't, I don't know if any of the uh, playmaker. Mm-hmm. But he can break something big like Green can versus Dubinion. Yeah. Dubinion runs good, but Green can take it to the house. Satania can take it to the house. I like speed. Speed good. 10.47. We're going to take a timeout. Uh, I guess we lost our guy in translation. Justin Moore will be so happy, though. <laughs> he really didn't want to hear from that guy anyway. Uh, we have a guest at 10.45? Yes. Oh, yeah. Stephen Davis. Let's hustle. We'll be right back. Bad play where the heroes are right. Nobody thinks or expects too much. Adding the price of ribeyes per pound, the potatoes, salad, drinks, then the charcoal. What are you doing, Hope? And what's with the calculator? Oh, hey, Courtney. Trying to add up the cost of throwing a cookout. Why would you go through all of that when you could just go to the butcher shop instead? Wait, what? Now, that's a great idea because by the time I buy everything at the store, I could have just gone to the butcher shop instead and saved money. Not to mention all that messy cleanup you won't have to do now. So for your next gathering, let the butcher shop steakhouse do all the cooking on their huge charcoal grill what's good y'all clint sterner here for low t center fellas when it comes to your health every man should know his testosterone number what's that mean it's simple you need to schedule an appointment at low t center immediately it's quick it's easy hell it's only 25 dollars. walk in take a simple blood test get the results in about 25 minutes so if you've been feeling tired and grumpy sensing a lack of motivation and drive dealing with high cholesterol noticing stubborn weight gain and or loss of muscle mass it's on you, fellas. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available, providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial truck and trailer repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at gogreenway.com. Till deeper with our down to earth package or save big with our green saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's get in gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, 
we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. From the Oak Lawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, you're in the zone. Want to get into the show? Call or text 661-1037 or leave a message on our live fan feedback. Now, let's get back into the zone. Well, the rain couldn't hold them down yesterday in Springfield after about a 30-minute rain delay. The Travs pushed through for the first time ever in the postseason against Springfield to take a 1-0 lead in the postseason over the Cardinals. So happy about that. For two reasons. Obviously, we love the Travs. They're on Buzz 2 1067, but also because, well, I hate all things Cardinals. Stephen Davis is the voice of the Arkansas Travelers. He joins us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Game two is tomorrow night at Dickey Stevens Park. Stephen, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Justin. It was a pretty fun night last night. I didn't realize it until yesterday that you're having the Cardinals. have never met in the postseason, but the Cardinals don't go to the Texas League playoffs very often. It was their first time in since 2016, first time for the Travs since 2019, and you know, the, the format now is different than it was a few years ago. We've got best of three series, so, man, it goes fast. And when you can win that first one on the road, well, you're sitting pretty now coming home to DSP for uh, a chance to win one game and two tries to, to move on. That's, that's a pretty good spot to be in for the draft. Well, I have a theory on that, Steve, and I think, you know, over the years the Cardinals have probably pulled a lot of double-A guys up, and that's the reason why they haven't made the postseason a lot. This year they decided to go for broke and pull up a bunch of A-ball guys, and that's why they're in last place in the central well i i can't argue with your theory i've not done the research on it so we'll go with it for now how's that <laughs> yeah it's good i listen any, any chance to poke at cardinals fans i'm all about it although the cubs aren't exactly lighting up right now either so i should probably shut my face so tell me about the game last night give me a recap on uh outstanding performances look like we had a pretty good uh, effort out of the first baseman last night yeah tyler locklear a guy who got here less than a month ago he was the second round pick from last year by the mariners and we remember first half of the season you know we had robbie tenera with birdman at first base doing everything for the trash well he went up to AAA, and there was kind of a void at first base kind of a void in the middle of a lineup well once locklear got healthy from a mid-season injury down in high a they sent him back up here and it's taken him a while to get his feet wet and he's a guy who had never seen the cardinals before cardinals had never seen him and he goes off last night, to, to put it bluntly. He goes three for four, a triple shy of the cycle. Uh, got the offense going in the first inning with a two-out single and immediately scored on a double by the next batter. Then comes back his next at bat with a home run to left center field. You don't get a lot of offense last night, but Tyler Locklear was a big part of the offense they did get, uh, able to get three runs on the board. And then you talk about good performances. You look at the pitching lines, and it doesn't look like much. But those four guys that threw last night, Kyle Tyler, Jorge Benitez, Travis Kuhn, Perlander Barroa, all pitched really well. Kyle Tyler is, is kind of a minor league veteran guy, a guy who's got a, a little bit of big league time, but he's been in double-A this whole year with the Travs, in the rotation, every fifth game, he's taken the baseball. Uh, and, and as Mike Freeman told me yesterday on our pregame show, he's like, he's the perfect guy to start. He, he's pitched in stressful situations. He's been in the big leagues. He's been with us all year. He's been really consistent of late. This is the guy we want throwing game one. But it's playoffs now, and they can manage it a little bit differently. It's not, hey, make sure the starter gets his work. Make sure he throws 90-plus pitches. As soon as Kyle Tyler got in trouble in the fifth inning yesterday, they're going to the bullpen, and they went to the three big horses in the bullpen, three guys who have had the most consistent seasons start to finish. And they asked him to get anywhere from three to five outs, depending on the game situation. They brought them all in mid-inning. There was no end-of-inning pitching changes. There were no clean innings. 
It was mid-inning pitching changes. All those guys came into stressful hmm. situations. They all threw well, and it was kind of fun looking back on it at the end of the night that, hey, you get to the minor league playoffs, and in game one, because you've got a rested bullpen and you've got an off day the next day, you're going to throw your three best relievers for an inning plus, all of them, behind your best starter who doesn't even go five innings. That's pretty darn cool. And then it got you the win last night. You're up 1-0 in the series. Uh, and now coming back home looking to finish the thing. So tomorrow night, what's the situation for season ticket holders or people who want to come to the game that don't have season tickets? Yeah, Travs.com is the quickest way to get tickets. Uh, jump on there. 6.35 start tomorrow. Hopefully we can get it finished off tomorrow. We don't have to worry about the, the ball game on Friday. That would be a decisive third game. But Travs.com is the quickest way to do it. If you want to call the box office and try to get some seats that way, you can also do that, but obviously online is the easiest. Uh, you just print the tickets right from home, have them on your phone if you want. Uh, that's the best way to do it. But jump on out. I know we've got a lot of tickets out already. Should be a pretty big crowd, but there's still some great seats available. I was just talking to our, our ticket folks a little bit ago. They are thrilled about how tomorrow night's looking at the ballpark. Should be a really, really fun atmosphere as the Travs will try to celebrate in front of the home fans and spray some champagne. Yeah, no doubt. Are, are season ticket holders guaranteed their seats for the playoffs, or what's the situation, though? I'm curious about yeah, that. Season ticket, holders, season ticket holders were reached out to several weeks ago okay. uh, once the playoffs were locked up. They're, they're taken care of. If they don't have something and they want to get back in on it, obviously reach out to the ticket office right away. Okay. They'll take care of them. But uh, this should be a fun week here at DSP tomorrow night, obviously. And then we're guaranteed one more home game. Uh, win or lose tomorrow, obviously, if tomorrow doesn't go well for the Trash, you get a decisive third game on Friday, which, oh, by the way, Tink Hentz would start that one for Springfield. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so a little intrigue there on Friday with Tink getting to pitch uh, as close to home as he's ever pitched at Pro Bowl, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if the Trabs do win tomorrow, you've got game one of the championship series at Dickie Stevens Sunday afternoon at 135. So guaranteed at least two playoff home games this year. Awesome. If, if they do win, what does the uh, championship series look like? Championship Series will be against either Amarillo or San Antonio. They opened up in Amarillo last night, and San Antonio won an absolute wild one on the road. They blew, a, I think it was a five- or six-run lead they had early in the game. The game went extras. San Antonio ended up winning 12-11 to 11, uh, in 10 innings. The teams combined for nine runs uh, in the 10th inning, but San Antonio got a road win. So it's, uh, it's the two first-half division champs uh, that are up 1-0 going back home. So Travis would either head to... San Antonio or Amarillo then uh, on the back end of the championship if they're fortunate enough to get there. Head over to Dickie Stevens, support the Travs, or listen in on 106.7, or, you know what, both. Be fine. Hey, we'll do both, yeah. We'll okay. be there. I'll see you uh, Thursday, buddy. Thank you. All right, sounds good, Justin. Thanks. All right, Stephen Davis with the Travs. Again, on Buzz 2, 106.7 for every game. And we appreciate uh, what they're doing. It's great to see them in the postseason. We're going to be back after the break. We're going to visit with Kevin Kelly. We've got the Red-White Report coming up as well. And if you want to join us, 661-1037 is the phone number. That is also the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Asher Record Life fan feedback as well. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, live. Come get us. about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The Keith Special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elliot's, and now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elliot's Mexican Grill award-winning